When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, it is book 55, or, ah, God damn it! So close! Episode 55... (laughs) But book, book 50. 50. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it is out of reach. Sure is. And my copy of the book has a golden embossed seal I'm so on jealous. It. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm, I'm very pleased. Yeah. Uh, saying uh, fifth anniversary. Oh. And not only that, but the circle around the... Um, like the line around the, you know, Sweet Valley High iconic circle mm-hmm. is gold, is gilt. <gasps> Nice. Shines. This is a proper special kind of edition, isn't I it? I know. Look at I that think gold foil and everything. Yes. Man, that's some spot color printing going on there. I know. They were. They I were, didn't get anything fancy like that. Francine <laughs> was pushing the boat out. Look, it is. It's raised. It is. Yeah. It's embossed. Oh my god! Even the Sweet Valley High. Sweet Valley text isn't. Oh. <gasps> so fancy. Well, I don't so know. Much the, better than my one. <laughs> I don't know if the book lives up to such glittering triumphs. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But we'll get started with some taglines and blurbs. Okay, let's do it. Cover tagline. Will Jade Wu have to defy her father to get what she wants? For once, the answer is yes. It sure is. And the back cover is Impossible Dreams. Oh. Well, not really impossible. Well, okay. But maybe it probably just seems that way. Good point. <laughs> okay. All Jade Wu wants is to be as all-American as the other girls in Sweet Valley. But mm. her traditional Chinese father won't let her date or do any of the things other teenage girls do. So Jade's sure she'll never fit in. Jade is a talented dancer. And when she wins the solo part in a dance show, like spoiler, yeah. she takes the role despite her father's objections. <gasps> Soon she's happier than she dreamed she could be. Especially when the show brings her together with handsome David Prentice. Mm. Jade begins to confide uh, everything in David until it suddenly looks as if he's betrayed her deepest secret about her family. Can Jade really find happiness in her two worlds or was her father right all along? Well, she doesn't really confide everything in David because she doesn't confide one big thing which leads to the Mm. typical Sweet Valley nonsensical misunderstanding. True, yeah. Eh. 
So, uh, anyway. Yeah, that, uh, there's not enough drama in that blurb, really. Not really. But there's not that much drama in this book. Fair, yeah. By the way, we apologise in advance for some of the contents of this book. I mean, you know, I hope you weren't expecting, you know, a sensitive uh, <laughs> reading of racial issues. And the immigrant experience. Second like, generation immigrant experience. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're looking for nuance, you are in the wrong place. Very much so. And also, they are starting as they mean to go on. The books in which a character of colour mm-hmm. is the lead role has to be about race. That's their issue. Like, that's the yeah. only storyline they get. It can't just be yeah. about her. She wants to dance, but her parents don't want her to because her aunt broke her leg dancing or something dancing accident (laughs) (laughs) I don't know but yeah it's never just like regular storylines about boyfriends no it has to be like Chinese people don't dance oh god Um, so uh, yeah so just you have been warned yes and again we begin oh cover oh my god (laughs) how can I have missed that cover because the cover is a bit of a classic. It kind of is. It's it's um it's <laughs> it's Elizabeth and Jade. Even though they don't really interact that much in the book. No, I'm surprised really. they don't shove Elizabeth in a bit more. But it's got that classic uh, uh Liz with her kind of hand on the shoulder, patronizing look. Yes. <laughs> it's classically done with Lynn Henry. So good. Yes, it's it, 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 it's exactly that. Uh but with Jade, who's yes. a good bit shorter um than Liz. She's gorgeous like she's really she beautiful. is very she's got some good eyeliner she does she looks amazing mm, like true. hair great face great yeah. <laughs> well done Jade yes true um, she must be like just after dancing or something she's got like a towel around her neck and it looks like she's wearing a leotard uh, and Liz is there looming over her in uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a purple polo neck with a matching barrette oh my god it is matching and, you're right uh, and the lavalier on show but it's just it's just that classic condescending Liz Wakefield pose. Oh, she's pose. so condescending. She's got two arms on Jade. Yeah, one on the shoulder, one of the in case she's trying to get away or something. <laughs> like, no, let me cancel you. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, this is happening. <laughs> so just the thought that she's just advancing towards her with that expression. <laughs> I can fix it. <laughs> and I will. Mm-hmm. So we begin with Amy losing her shit. As usual. Oh, God, yeah. Really not for the first time. <laughs> and uh, she's losing it because she's sure she'll get the solo with the big music and dance show that's Ooh. being planned. Uh, apparently, there's never been anything like it in Sweet Valley before. And it's being directed by Miss Ms. Belisario. Yeah. Is she, she's a history teacher. I don't know what the hell she music teaches. Music teacher. I'm she's not just, sure who she is. She just is. cropped up. <laughs> she's kind of come out of nowhere. It's usually Mr. Jaworski that runs yeah. these things. No, it did dawn on me that two of the so at least some non wasps get to be teachers. True, actually, yeah. Yeah. They're not allowed to go to the school. <laughs> but they can teach there. Yeah. They were allowed in. Yeah. So it turns out Maria was meant to be co-producing the show. Now she's sick. Who could possibly step in? Oh my god. <laughs> god almighty. So the auditions are in two days, and Amy's convinced she's gonna get the big dance solo that's yes. gonna be the highlight of the whole show. And AJ is not convinced. Or sorry, not AJ. <laughs> Jess is not convinced, but uh she kind of surprisingly is not trying out. Yeah, because this again seems right up her alley, but She's just decided that she's got other stuff going on with cheerleading and the stupid sorority and now she's got AJ, an actual proper boyfriend, which in fairness she doesn't usually have. True. So, you know. And also she has been in two shows in the last like true, month yeah, she has had the hell it is. a lot of the limelight lately. <laughs> true. And uh, Jess encourages Amy, but Lila dampens her excitement by mentioning that Jade Rue is a serious competitor. Mm-hmm. And Amy, because she is a vile. Ooh. 
says, but she's Chinese. It's so bad. Yeah, it's really bad. I mean, it's blatantly racist. It really, she, like, she doesn't look right for the part. The soloist, for the, the soloist for the finale should be blonde, all American, like me. Like Amy is straight out the traps with the racism. Yeah, it's oh, so it's bad. not even hidden. Like it's yeah. extreme. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised by Lila because Lila goes, Jade's American. Yeah. Lila observed Riley just because her father was born in China doesn't mean she isn't American. And I think you'd better plan to audition from the chorus line. Yeah, get in, Lila. Nice one. (laughs) Uh, So Amy is enraged and Jessica wonders what will happen because apparently she's been curious about the newcomer, Jay. she fucking hasn't. I I know. Jessica doesn't give a shit about anything that doesn't like immediately revolve around her. I'm losing my words. It has to be about (laughs) Jessica, basically. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's true. I'm so annoyed I can't even string a sentence together. she is enraging. I mean, we've we've all been speechless at her nonsense before. Yeah, yeah. So I absolutely do not buy this. <laughs> and then Liz turned up, and she's like, "Oh, oh, guess what, you guys? Oh God, who got drafted to take Maria's place?" And oh. then she wasn't jumping up and down, oh my volunteering God, herself. pushing people out of the fucking way. Yeah. So she's she, she's run, no, what is she? She's running the show. She's the student producer of the show, which basically seems to mean she's doing everything. Yeah. Yeah. She's like the, the I don't know assistant director. Belisario was just delegating everything. Yeah. To Liz. And who can blame her? I just <laughs> saddle that, you know, doormat up. <laughs> Pointless task. Off you go. Do all the jobs. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Get it done. So meanwhile, cut to Jade and her best friend Melanie is trying to persuade her to audition. But Jade knows there's no point because Aww. her dad just wouldn't let her do the show. Yeah, apparently he's just really conservative and uh, really doesn't, well, he's not, he's not that gone on the idea of her dancing even getting lessons. Yeah, in the first but her, her maternal grandparents pay for her dancing and yeah. they're really supportive, but her it's just really her dad. And uh, Melanie's all, because she's giving out about her parents, and Melanie's all like, but your parents are so interesting. I kind of understandably, Jade is like, well, maybe to you they are. But yeah. like, I mean, I think one of the things in this book is that Jade, like everybody constantly others Jade. True. And she is shown as being annoyed by it, but the book kind of, Presents it as being well, change would be a bit touchy. Yeah, that's true. It's it's an odd, mm, it's kind uh, of a weird vibe. Vibe, yeah. And she hates her dad's obsession with China and how things were done in China. It's very yeah. heavy-handed. Um, but it did make me think of the way you know some Irish Americans are more obsessed with how you know their imaginary version of Ireland. Very true. Than here, so I did see a bit of a similar, you know, similarities. But I have absolutely no idea how accurate yeah. a depiction this is of the Chinese immigrant <laughs> experience, and I am pretty sure it is not. I know. <laughs> so uh, take everything with a pinch of salt massive and a massive eye roll. Yeah. And ugh, we learn that. Um, yeah, Melanie keeps going on and on about how your parents are so fascinating. The stories are so fascinating. It's like, dude, just stop exoticizing them. Yeah. And Jade says she can't lead a normal life because her, her parents are really strict. Mm. We're her dad. And he claims it's because, you know, well, that's how girls are brought up in China. In China, yeah. Yeah, she's not allowed to date and she's not allowed to go to sleepovers uh, because that's not what you do in China, apparently. Yes. And we learn that... Uh, Jade always wants to be American and, you know, she wants American clothes, American food, American friends. If she could quote, we're quoting, by the way, look American, she would be overjoyed. But Jade was the epitome of oriental beauty. I'm so sorry. I know. Oh God. <laughs> 
so cringe. I know. She was small, delicate, with skin as smooth as ivory, beautiful dark eyes, and jet black hair as fine as silk. And uh, of course she's beautiful. Of course. I mean, she's she's in Sweet Valley. Yeah, they wouldn't <laughs> yeah. let her in. There's no other option. Take them back at the, uh, the border uh, <laughs> of, of Sweet Valley County, wherever the ordinance, we've talked about the ordinances yeah. before, so <laughs> yeah. wherever it is. So we get a Dr. Wu's backstory. Mm-hmm. He was, he came to America to go to college that he was working in academia and now he's like a business consultant and he's just moved from San Francisco, which must be quite a change. Yes. Coming from San Francisco <laughs> to Sweet Valley. <laughs> Sweet Valley is hella white. And it even acknowledges that this move has highlighted Jade's sort of lack out of Chinese culture because he's like oh there won't be anybody like you he says around and yeah. very, he's not wrong it's very true yeah because they he yeah they were living in San Francisco so obviously they'd be yeah. like Chinatown and a fairly good big Chinese population like diaspora situation there I and mean, yeah so he's kind of yeah this is not the case in Sweet Valley Sweet Valley surprisingly does not have a Chinatown I'm surprised they didn't suddenly invent one like they invented the vibrant the Mexican vibrant Mexican community, community. <laughs> <laughs> um so we learned that like he he basically just about tolerates ballet class, uh, even though the gra- it's more the grandparents are paying for it, but he yeah. tolerates it. But dancing in public is apparently just crossing a line. And yeah, it's more like he's from the town from Footloose rather than China. This is true, you know. Yeah, like people dance in China. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and uh, but uh, Jade is tells Melanie that like she's going to try and persuade her mother to talk her dad round but she doesn't have much much hope yeah but she reckons yeah she reckons her mum might be a little more sympathetic about it yes and which is true mm-hmm. so she misses the bus on the way home or, or way to her dancing class and she ends up waiting for the next one with the guy in her history class oh it's David Prentice it is mm. he has sandy hair and green <laughs> eyes and she thinks I'd like to get to know him ooh it's a new feeling yes <laughs> she's never had much time for boys so they got chatting and she mentions her dad's class that he's impressed and he says he's really he wishes he could do uh, an art class, but he can't. And then he just like launches into this big detailed oh description of God. his family. He goes into a trade about his family. It's like, all right, I didn't ask. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about his family, Karen, because oh he certainly does. <laughs> so yeah, he yeah, he paints. He'd love to be able to take a studio class, uh, but his mother is the only one around to support all of them because there are six kids in the family, mm. so there's no extra money for lessons. Uh, so his uh, oh yeah, what does he say? He he has a job. He's a delivery. Where is it? He's a delivery child. man. Yeah, or delivery <laughs> delivery child. Fucking child la- child labor laws are out of control. <laughs> uh, yeah, he really just lays a lot on her. Yeah, very quickly. Um, so uh, yeah. Jade opens up a bit too about her dad not really approving of her class yeah. and he's like oh well I know parents can be a bit hard on daughters uh, which I guess is true actually yeah so I don't know that's fine I guess David and he says that he's in charge for the sets for the show yeah he is in charge of set design so he's his title is art and set director so he's yes. going to make a poster as well for advertising the show yes town. and he urges her to audition mm-hmm. and it strengthens her determination mm-hmm. So, uh, cut to the Wakefields, where, as usual, Liz is making dinner while Jess skives off. <laughs> and uh, we learn that Jessica, even though she has now, you know, found love with AJ, still thinks that uh, Liz and Jeffrey are too serious. <laughs> so funny. She's There's no pleasing her. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jess asks Liz if Jade is auditioning, because oh, this is going to be a thing in the book. She's sort of pumping Liz for information about the show. Yes. But Liz doesn't know. Then Ned comes home. <laughs> He's not happy. Oh, Ned. <laughs> Can you tell us why? What's the matter, Ned? So yeah, he kind of checks himself out in the hallway mirror and says, look at all this grey hair. Why didn't you two tell me I was getting old? Look how grey I am. 
I was just going to say, the thing that has triggered this is that it was Ned's, twi- Ned's 25th high school anniversary is coming up. And if we did such things in mm. this country, which we don't really, no. uh, mine would have been last year. Oh, Jesus. So I'm older than Ned. Oh my God, Annie, you're so old. <laughs> <laughs> I do have... I do have pretty grey roots at the moment, so... Uh, well, so do I, in yeah. fairness. <laughs> I mean, most people over 30 have a bit of yeah, grey. True. But uh, Ned is not is not having it. No, he's not impressed. And yeah, this uh, 25th year reunion has just kind of made him paranoid or something. Yeah. He thinks everyone's going to laugh at him. But uh, Jessica reassures him that he's sexy as ever, so there's that. Oh, of course. <laughs> and so does Alice, because they both look amazing. Yes. And, and Alice is a bit worried about Ned. He's announced he's joining a gym, which apparently in whatever, 1988, uh-huh. uh, was a sign of a midlife crisis. Oh dear. Which I don't think it would be now. <laughs> no, not so much. And the twins are amused, because facing your own mortality is but a joke to Hilarious. <laughs> so at home Jade is also helping her own, her, her own mother make dinner um, and we're told that they make traditional Chinese meals yeah apparently Dr. Wu likes traditional Chinese food so that means it sounds like a lot of work because it means painstaking work chopping meat and vegetables and it takes ages I guess the week for the Wakefields seem to spend ages on their own mm. um, that's true spinach actually. salads and yeah. things <laughs> yeah. uh, so um, we're told that Mrs. Wu was sort of quiet and conservative and even though she's uh, she's American uh, her parents moved to, from China to America she believes in old-fashioned Chinese values mm-hmm. and she's kind of on Mr. Wu's side or Dr. Wu, sorry and she she's kind of torn when she hears about the show Yeah, uh, yeah because the first thing she says when Jade says she wants to try out for it Mrs. Wu is like oh, you know how your father feels about these kind of things yeah rather than you know how she feels about it true yeah she's yeah. she's um, she's a bit subdued yeah. but she, she does she does do it she does kind of I mean not going to spoil it but mm. she puts a good job try, you know selling Jade's case him. yeah uh, and um, Dr. Wu comes home and Jess, or Jade is hopeful that she'll be able to, you know, kind of talk him round to letting her audition for it. But yeah. something he's—he hasn't had a good day. Oh, yeah, and he hasn't had a good day because he's got a racist colleague. Fair, like, yeah, that, 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 that would. My notes literally say, "Fair enough, yeah, Doctor Wu." Fucking hell. Uh, yes, yeah, some colleague made some disparaging remark about Chinese people, mm. and Jade. Uh, basically realises well if I thought I could talk him round yeah this, no, today, not, is, right today is not the day yeah. yes and uh, Dr. Wu says this is why you need Chinese friends good luck finding any oh I know like really oh. Sweet Valley <laughs> is not the place uh, to find any sort of community and he really wants her to marry a Chinese boy, uh, ideally somebody from the same province that he comes from. And Jade tries to claim that there's loads of Chinese people in California, which is true, mm-hmm. including kids in school. Not true. Not true. No, no. I refuse yeah, to she's like, your friends, the Lees, and kids in my school. I was like, Jade, don't lie. What kids? <laughs> Come on now. What kids? <laughs> but actually, she tells him there and then. I thought she was going to wait a, a bit. But no, she tells him that she is going to, she wants to audition. But yeah. he is not impressed. Oh, and he's especially unimpressed when he hears it's modern dance. Yeah, he's really got a behind his bonnet about uh, yeah. modern dance because he's like, will this be serious ballet or that so-called modern dance? I guess he thinks that ballet is like a serious disciplined art yes. form. Yeah, yeah. Whereas modern dance is just sort of jumping around the place. Yeah, because they kind of mention as well the only Western music he likes is classical. So it's just a real kind of yeah serious art form stuff that he's into. And of course, Jade runs away crying. Oh, Jade. And her mom follows her to a room comforts her and he she he reminds her that her dad just wants her to be proud of where he comes from yeah 
I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not a bad ha- thing. There is also a happy medium, though. Yes, there is. Yeah. <laughs> like not letting her audition for exactly. thing she wants to. Uh, but Jade wants to be part of Sweet Valley. I mean, Why? there's other places you could want to be part from. I'm like, <laughs> no. it's not China or Sweet Valley. Oh, there's like, yeah. there are other options. Uh, so cut to the Casa del Wakefield where Jess is distraught. Oh, God. Because Ned has been <laughs> counting his wrinkles. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and he's got, he wants, he's got some plans. He wants to throw out all his clothes and start dressing young. <gasps> it's like, he, what age is Ned? Like, he's... Well, he's I'm 44. Yeah. I just turned 44. So Ned is 43. Like... Okay. I left school He's 26 years old. ago. So, yeah. <laughs> Dressing young. I mean, God knows what they think of this old me. I know. Um, so Liz says, look, we shouldn't make a big deal of it. And that gives Jess an idea. Oh, yeah. She reckons that they go along with it, but like really go along yeah. with it. Convincing that being young is the best thing ever. <gasps> She's like, we could drag him to the beach disco, play all kinds of hard rock for him, buy him trendy clothes. It'll take him about a week to realise realize he's better off being middle-aged. <laughs> and young at heart. <laughs> of course. And then they say they'll get Alice to take him to, quote, the new wave nightclub downtown where all those strange <laughs> couples in their 20s hang out. What? what are they doing? Is it like a swingers club? <laughs> what I are they like young swingers? Why does it say couples? I know, like a strange couples. Yeah. Like why? What are they doing? <laughs> Not even just like strange people. No. Oh, there's something, I don't know. Something's going on there. I don't know if Alice takes them there Tell actually. Him. Maybe that happened off camp. Sweet Valley Nights. <laughs> oh, bring it on. So Liz is impressed by this scheme. Uh, so it's the day before the auditions and Jade is at history class which David is in and they're doing the cultural revolution in oh, China what God. a surprise yeah it's that, th- it's that real um, like teen soap opera thing where it's like th- what we're doing in class directly relates to our storyline right now yes <laughs> and uh, this is a very awkward scene and it's actually quite convincing yeah true so the others are all staring at her God, which is just really oh. Painful to imagine and very re- realistic. It really is. Like, I remember Especially this show. Oh, God, like in school, just being asked to read something out loud, like my face would just be like red. Yeah. <laughs> and the like, minute they oh. say China, everybody's like, Vroom. just turns and stares at her. Just oh. one Chinese girl. And uh, Jade just feels like this actually does kind of ring true. So she didn't like the looks the other students gave her. Their expressions suggesting she could be, she should be contributing something to the discussions if mm. she knew more about the subject than they did. What could she tell them? Her father had left China before the Cultural Revolution. And anyway, she didn't like to be singled out. But then she thinks her hopes go up where Mr. Jaworski announces he's going to do something different. But then her heart falls when he realises what the thing is. Aww. Um, He wants to talk about Chinese culture and customs. Yeah. And he asks, and I mean, I know he means well, but he just shouldn't. He's singling. He really out. puts her on the spot, like yeah, yeah like he's not. Um, he asks. Uh, he just says. He basically says, you know, we've incorporated some Chinese customs in America. Mm-hmm. And there are a number of Chinese people living in our country. You maintain old customs while taking up the new. And then says, Jade, what about your family? Do you, you know? Yeah, do they practice Chinese customs or, or have they given them yeah. all up? I mean, this and is, I don't think it's an appropriate thing No, to ask not. a student. Jade's mortified. Yeah, and then she says, there's nothing unique or Chinese about my family. Jade lied, her cheek still hot. My dad doesn't run a laundry or anything. Now, I remember when I read this, I didn't get this because I didn't know that that was a stereotype. Yeah. Because it's just not in It's Europe. not a familiar stereotype at all here. No, like, so uh, I was like, what? Wait, is, that, is that a thing? Yeah. But I sort of figured out it must be. Yeah. But, um... Uh, Mr. Jaworski is really, you know, upset and embarrassed. He realizes mm. he's sort of crossed a line. And yeah, he, and she, 
she feels kind of guilty. Yeah, because she knows there is stuff that she could have actually said to contribute to the discussion they were having. That you know, because her mother does actually have like traditional costumes and they make Chinese meals and all that. But yeah. instead, she just kind of made this like snide comment, yeah. and she does feel kind of guilty about it. She does. But the thing is, I can't really I can understand why she made it. It's because, relatable like, just too. Think you she don't just, want to be. She just the wants spokesperson. To, she wants the spotlight off her and not to have to like yeah speak for all Chinese Americans in that yeah. moment. Um, so she 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 just feels shit yeah. basically all all round and actually it turns out that uh, that stereotype that you mentioned that we didn't realise was stereotype mm. is part of her family because her lovely grandparents the ones who pay for her class run a laundry they run a laundry in Sweet Valley she's ashamed of it she's really embarrassed about yeah. it so it's like it's one of her it's literally one of her deepest fears was that someone she knew would find out about it yeah which was I mean I. I guess what the writer is going for yeah. but I think when I read this first I just could not it just, uh, yeah. yeah I can yeah I, I, that would not have made sense to me either like, no, really having didn't. read it years ago be like what so after class now David is a bit dodge he's disappointed about her family not keeping up traditions and oh. David really fetishizes her he does all the way through you're right yeah yeah like, not cool David it's like oh I'm so disappointed <laughs> that you know that you don't keep up all the traditions and I wish my background wasn't the same as everybody else. Like, well, I mean, it is the waspiest town in America. True. <laughs> and she wishes hers was the same. Yeah. Because the things he finds interesting are the things that are, she feels, are curtailing her. Yeah, she feels restricted by these traditional values. So she's like, maybe then he'll understand why she wanted to keep it a secret. And later, she's still sort of off, a, a bit distracted at her class and she confides to her teacher, Eve, who says that a dancer needs an audience. So she needs to perform. Yeah, yeah, she do, Yeah, Eve is her. Oh yeah, her dance teacher, like yeah. after school. Um, yeah, she's lovely. Actually, she is really like nice. Her. Actually, and because she says, "Okay, look, you, you should try and convince your dad, and I will talk to him." Yeah, she she does quite responsible grown up things. She does. She gives her good advice. She's like, "Look, it's tough when you realize you can seriously disagree with someone you love and still love them. And, yeah. you know, you need to help your dad understand why this is so important to you." Yes. So Jane knows she needs to do it. Yeah. So after class, she meets David and he dumps another info bomb <laughs> on her. Like, calm down, David. Literally did not ask. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I work a delivery job. Oh, oh yeah. I have to. Um, oh, it helps, my, his, helps his mother with the mortgage. My mother is a housekeeper. She has to work very hard. I have to look after my five siblings. Oh, God. Um, and unlike some of the other dicks in Sweet Valley, remember Roger had to like hide being a janitor. That's true. Yeah. She is impressed that he has a job and helps his family. Yeah. Uh, which is a normal reaction. Yeah, she thinks it just shows maturity and responsibility on his part. True. Though it is a sad indictment of uh, class divisions in America that yeah. he has to. True. Um, so she tells him she's going to audition and she he's sure she'll get it because she's so graceful. Stop it. But she feels very at ease with him. She does. She really likes him, yeah. yeah. So uh, she's more determined to do her best. Audition time. Mm. And she's basically bricking it. Oh, God. And Amy's there <laughs> boasting about her new leotard. Amy is fucking delusional. Like. Oh, my God. She really is. Like, yeah. she's horrible and she's, like, I don't know. She's, delusional racist. <laughs> she is the a delusional worst. racist. <laughs> yeah. and, but Jade is intimidated by her beauty. Yeah. Of course, Liz is the one who introduces the audition, not the teacher. Not at all, no. <laughs> and we learn that they're going to dance in a group and then they'll be sort of split up and do solo auditions. And Patty Gilbert is going to teach them. Last yeah. scene in uh, Dee Dee's Friend. That's right. She's going to teach them the group routine. And Jade is in a group with Cara, Amy and Susan Stewart. Oh. She's back. Susan dances. Huh. 
Um, so Amy's all cocky and reminds her uh, her pals that she got best dancer in the slam book. Oh, for God's I sake. find that hard to believe. Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> slam books are over. The fever has broken. <laughs> it's Never. Done. Get on with it. <laughs> um, so Jade is really nervous, but it turns out Amy is terrible. Yeah, Amy sucks, but she also is a massive pain in the hole about oh it. Oh my god! Yeah. They're trying to they're, waiting, they're trying to like start the routine, and yeah. Amy keeps delaying it because she's like, "Oh no, I need to tie my shoe, and I need to find it scrunchy, and I need to do this, that, and the other." And, and she just keeps holding everything. And up. eventually, they basically say, "We are starting. It's happening. So <laughs> yeah. dance or not, with or without you." And when she does start dancing, she makes Amy makes loads of mistakes, like she's going the wrong way. Yeah, and, she's terrible. Um, and she uh, blames Jade. Yeah, she's so rude. For putting her off, or supposedly. And Jade is called in for a second audition, uh, unlike Amy, to Amy's rage. <laughs> he stops off. So David cheers Jade on for round two, and it goes really well. Yay! And afterwards, he invites her to the Dairy Burger. <gasps> but, and this is such a typical <laughs> Sweet Valley pointless misunderstanding. <laughs> True. <laughs> She feels she can't tell him that she's not allowed to date. Yeah. Yeah, and it'd be so straightforward. Because yeah. I don't think that would be that unusual anyway. Yeah, not, I mean, not at her. She like is her, only a 15. sophomore. She's 15. Like, yeah, yeah, so it wouldn't be that weird. No. Um, and for some ridiculous reason, she thinks, um, because another reason that she can't go out is because she has to help her mom with her dinner. And she thinks that would be embarrassing. Why? Yeah. Like, that is, I mean, if you want to be old American, oh. as uh, yeah. with that euphemism, the Wakefields... Or always have to help with dinner. True, yeah. It just makes no sense. You wouldn't no. say. You wouldn't just say, "Oh, I have to help my mother with dinner." Yeah. Um, and he looks a bit upset, and she feels bad. So at the Casa del Wakefield, Jess is still pumping Liz for information now about the <laughs> about the audition. Yeah, because Amy, I think, is badgering Jessica <laughs> to find out what's going on. Of course she is, and Liz basically says, "I can't trust you." Yeah, not wrong. Fair. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. got form. <laughs> I just like oh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. True. So Jess has uh, has some news. She's got a plan. Oh, uh, Jessica's plan? Yes. She's for Ned. Oh, for Ned. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, not for... <laughs> yeah, I was like, for Amy? No. no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently Jessica is scandalised because um, <laughs> Ned wore a tie to work that morning. It was purple and had all these weird paint swirls on it. Oh, so uh, crazy. Which is so... I just love how Sweet Valley is so square that a purple <laughs> tie is fucking scandalous. Like, <laughs> yeah, Liz says, I wouldn't let Jeffrey wear something that wild. Wild. It's a purple tie. Relax. Oh, my God. I oh wouldn't my let God. my... 16 year old boyfriend wear a crazy purple tie fucking hell lads chill out 1988 I mean just wilderness but anyway Um, (laughs) um, yeah so Jessica's plan is to drag (laughs) Ned along to the beach disco on Friday night because the razors are playing oh (laughs) yes and uh, at dinner Ned is bemoaning his lack of prowess in the gym but Alice said oh don't worry I've involved you in a marathon prep club by the way that would be normal now yeah true I have friends my age who run marathons. Nor- my auntie runs marathons. She's like ridiculous. Carry on altogether if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> but like she's great. <laughs> there you go. Well, apparently in Sweet Valley that would be freakish. Yeah. 43 year old deviant behaviour on Ned's part. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's crazy youth chasing nonsense. Yeah. So the twins are delighted um, because Ned is really going gung ho with this but they know it can't last for long. Yeah. At school the names of the the stars of the show are up 
Yeah. And Amy is enraged. Oh no. <laughs> because who got the solo? Well, it's Jade, of course. Yeah. And Jess is too scared to tell Amy that <laughs> it's her own fault because she's scared of her wrath. But that's happened before, hasn't it? Has she was like too scared. She didn't want to like ruffle Amy's feathers. I do remember it happening in the beforehand. <laughs> it's like Amy's some sort of terrifying rage Jesus, monster. Jesus, if anything, Jessica's the rage monster. Oh, good point. Oh, Amy is quite tantrumy. True, yeah. So Jade sees that she's won mm. and David congratulates her and gives her a hug. Yeah. And it's the first time she's been hugged <gasps> by a boy. Oh my God. She blushes. Ooh. Sweet buddy way. <laughs> oh God. And then he says he's going to design the poster around her and asks if she can pose for sketches at lunch. That's okay. Yeah. And then he says, it's great to have a model with such, quote, distinctive <sighs> features. Stop it, David. And Jade is upset, not because of his Orientalist <laughs> mindset, <laughs> yeah. but because she doesn't want to be distinctive. Oh, And uh, yeah, she's also worried that if, if she's going to be like in the poster, like old Began as the focus of it, she's like, shit, what if my dad sees it? Yeah. Um, but she does pose for, for some pictures at lunch, uh, even though she's worried that he'll try to make her, quote, look ethnic oh Jade oh, that's literally what my notes say oh, oh. Jade <laughs> um, and he takes some photos loads of photos and sketches and they're really good sketches but she's still as you say yeah it's just the thought of she's you know if anybody outside school sees them she's mm-hmm. worried so it's the first rehearsal and of course Jade is delighted to be singled out by Saint Elizabeth <gasps> we're told she really admired both Liz and Jess why? why? for what? for, <laughs> for what reason? <laughs> Oh God! Why are we expecting logic? I know. Um, yeah, she'd love to have Liz as a friend. Oh, stop it! Why? Ugh. <laughs> so Liz is in charge of all the admin. What is Miss Belisario doing? I know. <laughs> She's just running a scam here. It's like Liz, you take care of it. Yeah. Fuck this. There's no dance program. Yeah, I'm She's just going fag out. She's just to going on holidays <laughs> with the proceeds. <laughs> Well, she tells them they only have two weeks to rehearse. Why does the school keep like imposing these arbitrary, really tight deadlines? Oh like L- Olivia and her literary magazine. That's they right. were like, we've got to get it done in a week. Why? Jesus. Yeah, like two weeks is no time to put a show together. It's preposterous. <laughs> so it turns out um, that Jade has a dance she's she's already prepared that she can use. It's a dance based on traditional Chinese dancing. Oh. And she hopes to do it as her solo. But she's worried that she hears there's going to be a practice every evening until six. Uh oh. Because she's going to ha- have to tell her mother she's got that the That she'll be late home, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, as the rehearsal winds up, Jessica tells, or Liz tells, uh, tells Jade that there's something haunting about the way she does. Why do they keep calling these girls haunting? No. Stop it. Good lord. Uh, and also reveals that the posters are going to be all over town. Uh oh. So Jade is not happy. No. Um, so she tells her dad um, about the about the, the the show. Yeah, but he says that I do not know if this is true or not. Um, any Chinese or Chinese uh, American listeners can let us know. Um, he says that in their culture, dance has a sacred significance, and she would be debasing herself and her culture by just lepping about on stage yeah, making he, a public display of herself yes and he outright forbids her to do it mm, it's so and harsh he, and he storms off because that's what people do in that's, this town well he's he's, he's, a, he's really embraced the local habit he that, really that has way. you know he's assimilated that much yeah. <laughs> just dumping away in the middle of a conversation uh, and uh, Mrs Wu comforts Jade and Jade begs her to talk to him and she says she will yeah um, so she says okay you can keep going to your rehearsal and I'll try and talk him around. But if I can't, 
you're, you can't do it. Yeah, she's like, look, you, you will have to be prepared to quit it at, even at the last minute, like yeah. if he does find out or if he doesn't come round yeah. in time. But I'll, I'll keep working on it. Yeah. So it's Friday night and the twins are heading to the beach disco <laughs> with Ned. <laughs> with Ned in tow. They tell him, oh, this is, I mean, really, this excuse is so, it's a Freudian dream. They tell him that uh, AJ is sick so Jess needs somebody to go with. Oh God. What, like to go with your dad? Yeah, no. What, she was always there when she was single. I know, that's true. Um, so he's not into it, into the thought of going, but they were like, oh, we need young music, you need yeah. to be with it. They kind of talk him into it because they're like, oh, you know, being young is an outlook and if you want to feel young, You've got to be up on all the latest things, like the music. Yes, and he's like, oh, you're right about being young. It is an outlook. Why should I surprise myself and end up loving the beach disco? There you go. And uh, it takes Ned ages to get dressed. Oh. <laughs> and then, are you going? Are you saving his outfit for the yeah, end? Yeah, but he does like change his shirt twice and yeah. like ask for their advice about his shoes. It's kind of cute. <laughs> it is, but like the idea that it's somebody who would have been a young baby boomer. Yeah. I mean, he's basically meant to be, if it's 1988 mm. and he's meant to be 43, oh my God, he's meant to be the same age as my dad. Okay. Because my dad was born in 1945. Right, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, I, My dad was going to gigs. Yeah. Like, I have been to gigs. I went I went to see Ray Davies of the Kinks with my dad okay. when I was a teenager. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not the idea that he's, you know, should be listening to Victorian waltzes or something <laughs> just doesn't just doesn't ring yeah true. that doesn't add up um, so uh, yeah they get him to squeeze into the spider <laughs> road safety oh not a concern <laughs> and they feel a bit guilty well they feel guilty would be like a flog out through the windscreen but oh, uh, that doesn't happen and the razors are playing in the beach disco Ned <laughs> is horrified he is not having it <laughs> But also, it kind of says how, yeah, apparently the Razors are playing ear-splitting heavy metal, which does not add up for the beach disco. Oh, God, These kids do not go to heavy metal gigs. No! Um, But it also mentions that this cigarette smoke has created a huge hazy cloud over the room. And like, I don't know, that just doesn't fit with my image of the beach disco at all. It's very wholesome and like teens dancing and drinking lemonade. It serves teenage. Well, actually, it doesn't seem to do booze. Yeah. So are they not drinking but like puffing away but <laughs> <laughs> chain smoking in the corner? I don't know. It doesn't I make know. any sense. Yeah, it really isn't. This is an underage this is just This is this is their hardcore night. <laughs> oh, maybe it is. Maybe the, the razors have drawn in a more debauched crowd. There's a mosh pit going on in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> well, there's something going on in the middle of the dance floor because uh, Ned has his hands to his ears in horror but all, uh, all the, the Sweet Valley gang are there and they've been primed by the twins to be super loud and Ned is miserable he tries to, to dance to the music and like people do not dance like it's a heavy metal gig what do you think is going to happen I know there was no space to, for them to dance but Jessica began, Jessica began to writhe oh, to Jesus. the music as her father stared at her in usher horror yeah no kidding stop writhing in front of your dad <laughs> and she's just writhing on her own oh like, god my... just grinding on thin air <laughs> And then Ken and Amy turn out and they stomp on Ned's feet. And Ned is like, I don't think I've got the rhythm of this particular song. (laughs) My monocle has popped out. (laughs) (laughs) And Jessica's like, come on, daddy, this is fun. And Jessica needs, or uh, Jessica tries to encourage him to to undulate to the beat. (laughs) But uh, he, he has to sit down. And he wants a club soda, but they don't have any. But they have some wonderful grape lime raspberry fizzes. Ooh. Oh, very debauched. Very. <laughs> um, 
So Ned is horrified. It's just too much for him. He needs to leave. He does. But the, he leaves before the razors play their hit. Mm, cut me, babe. Why don't you cut me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the twins are delighted. Oh, poor Ned. I know. He's had a terrible time. He really, it sounds pretty terrible. I mean, if I had to watch Jessica writhing to heavy metal canal. <laughs> eight, late 80s metal. Oh, no. <gasps> Unless it was more sort of mid to late 80s, like, you know, Bon Jovi, Europe oh, style. Oh, rock. Yeah. Mm. She would be at home. Living on, the, on a prayer. She'd be at home indeed. on the bonnet of a car in a white snake video. Would she? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, cut to Monday and everybody's waiting for the unveiling of the poster for the show uh, while Jess gleefully tells her friends about how they spent the weekend just tormenting Tormenting for Ned. Oh, they took him to a boutique. Oh. And then Alice bought him an exercise bike. This is a very expensive um Scheme, yeah, that's it. Because it is just a scheme to like, I think get him to cop on. But like, yeah, this is this is excessive. I hope they can take all those clothes back. You know, refund can the exercise, return the bike? exercise bike? Yeah, because uh, Alice made him work out on it for two hours. Fucking hell! Like two hours is too long on an exercise for bike. anybody. Jesus, I did twenty minutes on one and I wanted to die. It was oh god, awful. No. Uh, thought of it <laughs> feel physically sick and they're just terrible. <laughs> Yeah, we are team Ned. Yeah, this one. yeah. So uh, Jade is is nervous as David arrives and he unveils his poster. Mm. And Karen, as a professional <laughs> designer, what, what what's your verdict? Um. <laughs> Describe it, please. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So David has sketched a chorus line in the background with their arms linked and superimposed over them. He's painted Jade bending down gracefully. It's like why is she bending down? Yeah, I sort of imagine like having one. Toe pointed and yeah. her arms sort of arms lowered in yeah. a dance posture. So like, is her head? Yeah, I don't. Like, she twisted around so you can see her face. No, no one's like, got to see her. It doesn't make any sense. Just like somebody with dark hair it could be anyone. Yeah. Well. So the pose makes absolutely no sense for a poster. It's also this uh, show is very fancy. It's got a giant chorus line and massive backdrops. Yeah, and it's like they're the fucking Rockettes or something. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sweet Valley Rockets. <laughs> I'd read that book. Yeah. Um, so Jade is really moved and she says like, oh, you don't know how much it means to me. Yeah. Oh, everybody loves the poster. Of course. They, they all do. think it's amazing because they're idiots. Yeah. Well, they're very easily impressed <laughs> if you know that much. Um, and he says, well, you could, you know, it means that much to you. Why don't you come out for dinner with me? Oh, God, David. Uh, really? <laughs> Still barking up that tree. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and I've got stuff to say about that. Um, <laughs> later, especially later on. Uh, because, of course, she turns him down and he thinks that she thinks that he's all like. basically she thinks he's idealised her yes and I wasn't sure what they were trying to say with this so he had an idealised image of her that she was something special someone who stood out because of who she was and not what she was now I thought initially initially when I read it that I got it the wrong way around and that she stood out for what she was like that she didn't like that he was basically Fetishizing, fetishizing her, her as an yeah. Asian girl. Yeah. But uh, no, it just seems to be, he sees that I'm really special and a really special person. Uh, not, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's kind of confusing. I think it's it's very contrived. Yeah. So she can't admit that she you can't go out with him. Why? Yeah, this keeps happening. Again, it's it's that Sweet Valley classic thing of like having the same conversation over and over again because he keeps asking her out to different places and she keeps going, oh, I can't, I have stuff to do and just making up excuses and lies about it. Yeah. And then he goes, fine. And like storming oh, off. Oh yeah, he doesn't come out of this well. No. Um, 
So at rehearsal, Jade practices and <laughs> the music for her piece is Chinese, uh, chi- a traditional Chinese uh, piece, but played by a modern jazz Fuck group. Fuck me, they are just so into jazz. So, into, <laughs> why are these kids all obsessed with smooth jazz? It was a wind consort. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only band Julie liked. Oh, God. <laughs> Good Lord. So David... Uh, Talks to Liz and uh, while Jade is dancing, mm. and he reveals he thinks Jade turned down because he's a poor working stiff. And <laughs> Liz is sure after her one, you know, thirty second chat with Jade, yeah. Jade isn't like that. Yeah, and he's like, well, if it's not that, why would you go out with me? Maybe she doesn't fancy Maybe she you, doesn't David. Fucking fancy you, Jesus! You're not entitled to a date with her. He, this is my problem with yeah. David. Yeah. Is that he's just like, why isn't she going out with me? It must be because she's a snob. She's a snob. And it's because my mother's a cleaner. It's like, maybe she doesn't fancy you. I know. No, doesn't cross his mind. No. I mean, she does. She, yeah, I know she does. But like, it's just but, annoying. But <laughs> These boys are so annoying. <laughs> well, speaking of annoying, so is Liz. Because Liz thinks, Jade was so beautiful, so graceful, yet so sly, shy. How could she possibly be a snob? What the fuck? What? It doesn't make sense. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> But then Liz admits she doesn't really know her. Maybe David is right. Yeah, she doesn't. You don't really know her. Oh, good lord, you're <laughs> she's exhausting. Fucking <laughs> so it's a few days later, and Jade has got really into the whole rehearsal scene. Yeah, she's really enjoying kind of hanging out with the other kids as well. I suppose because she doesn't usually get to do that after school. Yeah, she's making new friends. Well, she hasn't been in school for that long. This is the thing. She's only moved there like a few months ago. Oh yeah. And she's, it's really sweet. She keeps like quoting Ms. Belisario, which is really realistic. If somebody's like really impressed by somebody, they're yeah. like, Ms. Belisario says. <laughs> but her dad still hasn't given her consent. Oh. And she admits to Melanie, she's just trying to pretend that that isn't happening. Yeah. So, but she really feels part of something and she fits in with the crowd. And, you know, and it turns out just a few days have passed. Things are fine with her and David together getting on really well. And she admits to Melanie, she likes him. And Melanie's like, you know, maybe just tell your parents. Yeah. But Jay's like, no, no, no way. No point. So it's a week to showtime. And because they've given themselves this ridiculous deadline, <laughs> Miss Valisario says they're going to be rehearsing till like nine o'clock at night and then all weekend. Jesus. It's a bit much, isn't it? It's so intense. It's like, just give yourself a better lead in time for this. Yeah. So Jade's children. Are, yeah. <laughs> Don't make them work like 12 hour days. Oh and Jade is understandably freaked. But uh, but then she gets some exciting news from Ms. Belisario because somebody is coming to the show. Ooh, there's a wealthy woman uh, <laughs> named Amelia Higginson <laughs> who wants to sponsor an internship for a talented young dancer who'll perform with Mr. Wicker's summer stock dance company in LA. So Mr. Wicker is going to attend all these dance shows around the place uh, to find the right candidate for this internship. I guess. Yes, because all <laughs> scholarships and things are sponsored by eccentric eccentric old ladies. Old ladies and rich <laughs> yeah. people. And uh, all Sweet Valley concerts must be attended by some sort of director or talent There scout, has to be a talent like scout <laughs> at all of these performances. Yeah. So Jade is overwhelmed. Um, by this this prospect. David tells her she's a shoe-in for the internship, which is fair enough. She's obviously going to be the best person I mean, there. yeah. And Jade wishes she could tell him her woes, but she thinks it'll spoil the all-American persona she's cultivating. Oh. So he asks her to join him for a sandwich and says he'd like them to, you know, do something together. And she turns him down. And <laughs> this he is asks, like the fourth time, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, take a hint. <laughs> um, but he's like, is it because I'm poor? Oh, she's God. like, What? Uh, no. Uh, he said, look, there's just some weird stuff at home. 
And instead of just telling him, yeah, because it's not even it's a very big, understandable. Like you know, I'm sure she's not the only person in school who isn't allowed to yeah. go out with boys. Um, she says, "Look, to prove I'm not a snob, I'll reveal my biggest secret." <gasps> But you have to swear not to tell anybody. So he does. And she tells him that her grandparents have a laundry. And he doesn't get mother yeah. like us. She <laughs> he kinda, doesn't get why it's an issue. This is it. Like she kind of tells him and then like waits for her reaction with her eyes lowered. And he's like, and so? <laughs> yeah, like he's genuinely baffled. He's confused. He's like, why? What? Why does that matter? He like literally does not see what a big deal this is. Yeah. But it is a big deal for Jade. And she tries to explain. And he's all, this is already, you know, this is not. Cool, he's just like, oh God, I just care what people are like, not what I do, what they do, you know, and I don't see colours, but oh like that, God. she's like, uh, he can't understand why, you know, what this has to do with anything and actually the sort of way the conversation gets out of control yeah. is kind of realistic because... She's like, well, look, I just think you're looking for excuses not to go out with me. And she's like, no, that's not it. That's oh. not what I, I was telling you this to try and... Like to show that she does up. trust him and she confides something in him that she hasn't told anybody else. But then it just, yeah, it all just goes completely off the rails. Yeah, and it actually is quite convincing. True, yeah. So everything's a mess. But while this is going on, what's happened to old Amy Sutton? Oh, what has happened She has Amy been Sutton? in a foul mood since <laughs> oh, Jade got God. this part. She's just stomping around the place. The sight of the, co- of the poster is fueling her demented rage. Oh, God. And Lila is loving Amy being pissed off. <laughs> Lila wasn't in the show, so she didn't feel one bit competitive with the sophomore sensation. In fact, she seemed to be enjoying Amy's jealousy. <laughs> She's gas. She really is. <laughs> but Amy's getting obsessed. Yeah. She thinks Jade is being a diva. Yeah, which like she's drinking no, water it, on stage. I don't know, it has no basis in reality whatsoever. It's literally just the fact that there's a really big picture of her on the poster. But yeah, yeah she reckons, yeah, she's... Yeah, she she always left rehearsal at exactly five o'clock, whether they were through or not. And she just, everything that Jade does is pissing Amy off, basically. By the way, I Amy is clearly in the show in the chorus, but yeah. that, I presumed after the first fiasco, she wouldn't have been allowed anywhere near it. But anyway. I know, she's such a disaster. Why would they even trust her with the chorus well, work? But yeah. Probably she is. So she leaves the rehearsal early to go and meet her, her mom for, for dinner. Uh, but her mom has a few errands to run first. And Amy sucks because, you know, anything that takes her out of her routine. <laughs> so her mom's going to Sung's Laundry mm-hmm. to pick up some shirts. And uh, apparently it's a, you know, she hasn't... She has patronised this laundry before. Oh yeah, she yeah she usually goes to a different place, but this is closer to work, I think. Yeah. So when they go in, there's a poster for the Sweet Valley show. Mm-hmm. And Amy points it out to her mom. And the lady behind the counter is all, oh, that's my granddaughter. She's really sweet. She's like, oh, her name's Jane Rooney. She's so grand. She's a dancer. Uh, are you friends with her? And Amy just ignores this nice old lady because she can't wait to tell everybody oh, like, that the, quote, snobby <sighs> star of the show Jesus. is the grandchildren uh, or the grandchild of people who are laundry. She's just, oh, she's so racist, but like she's vibrating with glee at, at having uncovered yeah. this. And it's like, why does anyone care about this? I know. What does Amy have any friends? I and know. like her mother, she didn't get it off her parents because her mother's genuinely flummoxed because Amy's all like, oh, that's Jade's grandmother. And she she's like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I gathered that. Yeah, she's like, it's not a big town. Why wouldn't people be related sometimes? Yeah, it's like, uh, and she's like you don't understand mom Jade's the star of the show we're doing and so this is something said I don't get it Amy yeah. Amy rolled her eyes in ex- exasperation there was no use trying to explain something like this important to her mother who would never get the point yeah, because she's not because she's not a fucking massive racist like, like you are yeah. <laughs> but everyone at school will get it oh. so we'll 
you know what they're like. So it's Sunday morning and Jade is optimistic. Her dad, mom says her dad is kind of starting to thaw and she's decided she's going to talk to David and just tell him why she's been being weird. Yeah, just come clean with the whole thing. But then, oh, and Lila. Oh. Lila lets us down. Lila, let us down with a bang. I'm so mad at her. I'm mad at her and I'm disappointed in her. I know. Because she started out being okay. She started out good. good. Started well and then it all just fell apart. So what happens when she arrives at rehearsal? Oh, so yeah, Jade, uh, she's locking up her bike and Lila and Amy walk past and Lila kind of says casually to her, she's like, oh, hey, Jade, I didn't know your family ran a laundry. And Jade is like, oh, what the fuck? But also she denies it. Amy, yeah, Amy repeats it and she's like, they don't. And they both kind of start laughing. It's real mean girl oh, it's shit. Horrible. It's horrible. Nasty. Then Amy's like, are you sure? What about Sung's Laundry downtown? And then they kind of like flounce off giggling. And it's just like, oh, oh you fucking cunt. Vile. I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> it is so bad. Horrible. Yeah. And of course, being sweet Molly, she doesn't... Uh, think oh well maybe they went into the laundry no they've just no, mentioned straight away she's well, like David has betrayed me also <laughs> it just dawned on me Amy named it and she the name of the laundry oh and she never said the name of it yeah and it's not her surname to David that's true so come on she's, Jade she's really just I mean I mean she's following the Sweet Valley she's she's following the Sweet Valley ways yeah she really is all American just leave the logic at the door and jump to betrayal yes so um, but she also knows now that Oh, this is really so painful. She knows that not only the laundry which she's ashamed of, but also that she lied about it, which Ugh. makes her look even... I know. Damn it, you know, Jade. makes her look like she's ashamed of it, which yeah. is true. So she sees David and just like gives out to him. But he's understandably defensive. Well, yeah, he's like, okay, first of all, I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. And also, what's the big fucking deal? <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah, and he says, if you're ashamed of your grandparents, that's your problem, that's not mine. True, yeah. And then he says, you can't face up to who you are. I was like, okay, that's, okay, that's okay. not really your... Yeah, really yeah, slightly. Yeah. <laughs> We're with you to a point. It's not for you to say. Yeah. But then he has a. Uh, then he, I'm not with him at all. Because then he's a tantrum like a fucking baby. Because he says, I've quitted the show. I was doing it all for you, but now I'm fed up. And he mm. rips down the set. He's so dramatic. He's such a baby, is what he such is. Such a little bitch. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, he, he goes in and rips down the like, of everybody. set thing. It's yeah. so silly. The backdrop with her on it. <laughs> so Jade is devastated. The rehearsal goes badly and everything's a nightmarish. Oh. So, uh, later in the Casadale Wakefield, Jess tells a stressed out Liz about Amy's discovery. You know, Amy thinks it's hilarious that high and mighty Jade is the grandparents who have a laundry. And Liz is actually quite angry. Yeah. But she doesn't say Amy's a massive racist. She but, <laughs> which she is. But she angrily points out Jade isn't high and mighty, true. And that Amy is stirring shit. Yes. Also true. But Jess is like, yeah, whatever. I'm fed up talking about other people now. I want to talk about our plot for dad. Yeah. That's enough of that. That's our allotted time for people that aren't me. Yeah. <laughs> Give them their 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, so she thinks it's working, but they need a final test. And the final test is very tame. It's She's going to ask him to watch, effectively watch MTV with her. Oh, yeah. Watch music videos with me. Yeah, that's, yeah, considering that they dragged him to the beach disco. Oh, so we might see the video for like the locomotion. And like, <laughs> are never going to give you up. Be horrified. Be horrified. She's going to rickroll him until he goes back to just chilling out and being middle aged. I mean, I really don't see why that would be so traumatic. True, but anyway, yeah. that's apparently, uh, the, the, that's going to be the final frontier. <laughs> so Liz is worried about Jade. Uh, at Jade's house, she tells her mother about David and all the laundry stuff. And this one, her mother's pretty cool. Her mother's actually gets angry and upset yeah. about Jade being ashamed of her parents. Very true. Yeah, I mean, that's very fair on Mrs. Wu's part. Also because, like, her grandparents are so lovely like, and yeah. so nice to her and have paid for her dance classes. And yeah, and Mrs. Wu points out, look, her parents 
you know, moved to the country and worked really to America and worked really hard mm. so their kids could have a good life yeah. and now their grandchild's gonna have a good life and um they and now Jade is ashamed of them, which she literally is. Yeah. And she says she always stood up for Jade and had been trying to persuade uh, Dr. Rue to let Jade do the show, but now she starts to think Jade actually is ashamed oh of her no. background. Yeah. And maybe the show isn't good for her. Oh, Jesus. So uh, Jade is... It, it hits home. It does, yeah. Jade goes up to her room to just kind of think about things because she's like, well, everything is fucked up right now. Yeah. Later, uh, she gets a phone call. <laughs> Who could it be? Oh, it's Liz Wakefield. Saint Elizabeth. How exciting. <laughs> yes. And uh, it's like, are you okay? <laughs> Bet she's making the face she's making on the cover. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> and she, Jade admits she's stressed and said she has a fight with David because he betrayed a secret about her grandparents. And this is like, uh, that wasn't David, that was Amy. Yeah, actually... That's yeah, that's true because usually these kind of things get strung out for a while, don't oh, they? Yeah, they the got, kind of yeah, it was just an afternoon. Yeah. So uh, Jade is appalled. Um, she feels awful about how she treated uh, she treated David. Even mm-hmm. though, in fairness, he did have a massive sense of entitlement about a lot of things. He did. Yeah. It's like, why would you go out with me? You must be ashamed of my poverty-stricken ways. Oh God, David. Um, <laughs> so she goes and gives a heartfelt apology to her mother. Who is very gracious about things. And, uh, Sorry, that was my phone going on. <laughs> Professionalism uh, jumped so out. So professional. <laughs> uh, but um, she uh, she apologises to her mother, who is very gracious, but wonders, will David accept her apology? Yes. And when he tr- when she tries at school the next day, he's quite cold and uh, he's a bit of a dick. He is, isn't he? Like, he's mm. such a little bit about all this. Just come, come on, David. I know. He, he's just like, mm, no, well, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he just keeps kind of like, yeah, storming off and being like, oh, I've got stuff to do and things in my mind. And he just kind of like yeah. walks away from her. It's like, David, stop it. And of course... There's uh, somebody else to to lean on because you should sidle up at lunchtime and literally pat her on the arm. Yeah, <laughs> she really does. Like Jade Elizabeth said softly, sliding into the seat next to her. <laughs> <laughs> Just like... Imagine. Oh God. Um. So uh, yeah, of course, uh, Jade asks her for advice, mm. and of course, Liz is delighted. Oh, she's only. Only thrilled to impart knowledge. That's her favourite thing. Yeah. And Jade says she wishes her family were like Elizabeth and Jessica. And of course, Liz, so I wish I came from such a fascinating background. Oh, shut up. They're just constantly, like, they're constantly othering her yeah. at all times. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like, I wish I was like you. You're so strange and exotic. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> that really is it, though. I'm like, I know they mean well, but really, like, they have no... And this is the thing. She, she defends people who ask... Like people ask Jade questions about China when yeah. she's never even been there. Yeah. And Jade is I think it's understandable for Jade to be like she she doesn't she's never been there. Yeah, true. That would be kind of frustrating. Yeah. It's like I, I I can't I don't know. What do you want like, me to say? I, I haven't been there. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. Um but Elizabeth is just instead of saying, Yeah, I know that might be annoying. That must be annoying. But they she's mean like, well. Yeah. That, which like, is, you know, the the most you could say about them. True. Um, She's like, oh, maybe a bit bit defensive. (laughs) So Liz is sure David will forgive her after his own massive tantrum when she (laughs) thinks so. But Jade isn't so sure. Uh, All she can do is at least try and do a good job on stage. 
So at lunch, Dave, Liz finds David and tells him he needs to come back to the show and he's still having a bit of a sulk. Isn't he? He's such a diva. <laughs> he says he's had to deal with snobs for years, which in fairness, I'm sure he has. Yeah, probably. Living in Sweet Valley. Yeah, well, that's true. But he's accepted to what his family are like and he doesn't. He has a problem with people who can't accept theirs. But Liz quite smartly says, well, I guess it's hard to feel sorry for people who aren't as evolved as you, like Jade. Ooh. Which is good, I think. Yeah. Because it sort of hoiks him up and he gets a bit defensive. And... Uh, he said, he, Liz says, look, you don't even know why she turns you down. Maybe it's, she's not allowed to date. She's, yeah. just, she's just told me her parents are very conservative. True. Yes. Yeah, she, yeah, she quite rightly points out that maybe you're jumping to conclusions. Like maybe yeah. you could show her she has a lot to be proud of in her family. And yeah, she's very reasonable in fairness to her. Annoying as she is. Yes. <laughs> she oh. makes some good points. So at Jade's house, Mrs. Wu tells Jade that her dad will make the decision at dinner. But Jade is like, oh, I don't even care anymore. Aww. But then oh, Mr. Wu is so cute at the end of this book. He is. He was a bit of a you know stereotypical strict dad. Yeah, getting, yeah. But he is, he's really sweet. So he says, look, you can do the show, but I just can't watch. I'm just not comfortable with it. And he, yeah. she, she realised this is a big deal for him. Yes. So she's touched. But she's yeah. still worried about it. And was it that Eve, the dance teacher, had uh, had called him as well yeah. to kind of talk him around too? So yeah, everyone he's going to be he liked from Eve all as well. He's and like, he liked yeah. Eve, yeah. Um, and it's uh, cut to a few days later, and she's still she's 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 in a bit of a daze because mm. it turns out her dad has been kept asking her questions about the show. He's really Aww. interested in it. <laughs> so nice, and she feels. Uh, he feels she feels close to him for the first time because he says he just, he's not comfortable with going, but he wants to know what it's like. Oh. And then on the day of the show, she looks in the mirror that morning and she realises she looks like her mom and her grandma. But she thinks, well, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, she decides she does want to ask them more about uh, China. Yeah, she's kind of worked some stuff out and she kind of, I suppose, she knows it's not right to just like pretend like she's not Chinese American or yeah. to like ignore her heritage. It's yeah. Like, there's, a, there's a happy medium. So to, she like, is finding a bit of a happy medium. She is. Yeah. I mean, I wish she was in a place that wasn't... Uh, <laughs> As, well, as as Sweet Valley as look, Sweet Valley is we can yeah this <laughs> not exactly conducive to diversity unfortunately no. um, but then she comes down for breakfast and her dad has left her a rose oh, and he's so all nice. like oh that's for you he's all gruff and it's yeah. lovely <laughs> so before the show starts at the school Mr Wicker comes to meet the dancers and he's a bit condescending he is a little bit isn't he he kind of reminds me of like that dance teacher in the Simpsons or something you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when Lisa's learning <laughs> well, Amy doesn't mind. She's bashing her eyelashes at him, literally. Oh, and uh, he beams at her, so you know he's a bad one. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you should be able lady. to see through, Amy, <laughs> if yeah. you're any use. Exactly. So Jade is really nervous as she gets ready, and then she see she feels all sad when she sees the backdrop Dee Dee made to replace David's wrecked one. It's backstage, and Liz is sympathetic. But then Kara appears and says... Something's happened on stage. <gasps> Apparently David brought a setback. It's <gasps> right there in the middle of the stage. He replaced the original backdrop. Oh my God. <laughs> and in this version, Jade's head isn't bowed over. She's beaming confidently. So you can actually see her face for the first time. But it also sounds like it's like a giant picture of her face as the backdrop for the whole show. It's like, <laughs> is she a dictator or something? I know, I thought she was bizarre. in... <laughs> I thought it she sounds was weird. <laughs> I thought she was in a she was still dancing she just had her head lifted up I didn't think it was just her giant head yeah I don't know <laughs> on the first backdrop Jade's face had been obscured on this one she was smiling out at the audience I don't know it just sounds like it's a giant picture of her face oh I wish it was that would be kind of amazing <laughs> um, but, so Jade realises this is his way of saying sorry she's on top of the world and she goes out to do her solo and when she's looking out in the audience she sees not only her mother 
But her dad is there. <coughs> he is there. <laughs> and her grandparents. And Eve. Oh God, it's so much. <laughs> it really is. And of course she dances like a dream. Oh, the crowd goes wild. So lovely. And at the end they give her a giant bouquet. They do. But also it's like <laughs> she's such a sensation that there's like, yeah, there's many curtain calls for her because the entire auditorium goes absolutely wild. Mm. So uh, it turned out one more bow wasn't enough. Neither were two. Nothing stopped the applause. Not until the whole cast came out to perform the grand finale chorus line. And even then the applause continued, which is kind of hilariously rude of this audience <laughs> that they're still <laughs> clapping for the person that finished up while another act has come on. It's like, lads, come on now. <laughs> Give the next one a chance. Come on. Um, so afterwards Dr. Wu comes backstage to congratulate Jade and he was very impressed by her and by the supportive audience yeah. um, who seemed to appreciate her talent and she sees David and she introduces him to her parents and her dad was impressed by David's work ethic because I'm sure David goes on about oh sir I drive a oh, car and I've got Hello, I've, I've just met you I have five siblings my mother's the only one who can look after us I have a job as a delivery man it's like Jesus dude nobody asked literally nobody asked <laughs> Well, Dr. Wu likes it. Yeah, he's into it. <laughs> and uh, David asks uh, if he can take Jade to a movie. And Dr. Wu is, seems to be impressed by his old-fashioned ways yeah. and says that, of course, you can. And David and uh, Jade talk privately and he's like, uh, you, you don't have to apologise. Fair enough. Um, and they're about to decide on a date location when Mr. Wicker bursts in. <gasps> Yeah, Jade's got some news. Jade had kind of forgotten about him with all the excitement of so seeing I. her parents and everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> um, so Mr. Wicker comes in and uh, he's like, rarely have I seen a girl of your age dance like that. And you obviously haven't even had rigorous formal training. So I guess fucking oh, Miller and back. her dance studio, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> oh, what a backhanded compliment. So funny. Uh, so yeah, Mr. Wicker uh, says that he's just been so impressed by her and he'd love to nominate her for this Amelia Higginson Award for, yes. ta- for talented dancers or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Dr. Wu was very impressed and proud but then Uh-oh. Mr. Wicker says there's a caveat. Shit. Yeah. Miss Higginson is uh, old-fashioned. Mm. Terribly old, very mm. established family. Mm. You know what I mean, don't you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it that she's racist? Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Amelia Higginson, massive uh, racist. Yes. Yeah, so Mr. Wicker, he actually, like, it's so rude. He, oh, he says to bad. her, I was going to mention something about your name. He thinks it would be better for all concerned, mm. you mean the racist old lady, mm. if we presented your name to Miss Higginson as Jade Warren instead of Jade Wu. Much better for the stage, don't you think? And she basically says, uh, why? Is it because Miss Higginson doesn't like names that quote sound ethnic? Mm. And he's like, uh, yes it is. But it's not a big deal. Uh, your entire future could depend on it. Oh, God. Yeah, also, it's a fucking summer internship. Her entire future does not depend on one I internship. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And Jade says she can only accept the prize in her real name. So no, she won't be taking it. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Like, yeah, really good for her. Yeah, and, no, it's great. And Mr. Wicker literally stomps off. He does. so many baby sulkers yeah, in this book. Yeah, he's so unprofessional, like. <laughs> really is. Really bad. <laughs> and Dr. Wu is really proud. And Jade realises this is the best thing she's ever done. Aww. Which is really sweet. It's lovely. Um, so um, Ms. Belisario is taking all the show kids to Guido's. And David asks Dr. Wu if he could drive Jade there and back. And Dr. Wu was all, well, look, 
She knows her own mind. You'll have to ask her what she wants from now on. He has mel- mellowed significantly. He really has. But I'm, I'm here for it. But I'd say, fair fucks, Dr. Wu. Um, so, <laughs> Good for you, Dr. Wu. Yeah. Uh, and they, Jade and David have a great time. And Yay. David tells her he's proud of her again. She's like, yeah, there'll be other internships. And, she's, and that's very sensible. Yeah, like she's dead right as well. Because, yeah, and it's... She's 15. Exactly. Like, she's so young. <laughs> so they apologise for, you know, making assumptions about each other yes. and then they kiss oh it's and lovely it is lovely yeah. and that's the end of them yay possibly forever oh <laughs> probably <laughs> back at the casa Ned and Alice praise the show of course and Ned asks uh, Jess asks Ned if he's considered trying modern dance <laughs> and he's like there's nothing modern about me oh god he's learned his lesson <laughs> he also makes himself sound like he's a hundred oh, like you are not that old god he's younger than I am <laughs> And he's like, oh, I'm just 100% good old-fashioned father through and through. Okie dokie. And they're like, hmm, so you're going to stop your flashy clothes? And he's like, I may be old, but I'm not dumb. But he actually saw through their scheme. Yeah. And I mean, good. <laughs> yes. And they decide that uh, he's accepted that trying to be young is no fun at his age. Going to a gig. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Oh no. And then he says, seeing Jade standing up for himself for herself made him realise you have to accept who you are. Okay, Ned. All right. Um, so then they drink a toast of hot chocolate to, quote, parents who are younger than anyone else's I know without losing their dignity, says uh, says Ned. And Alice gives him a sassy wink. Ooh. And they decide <laughs> they're going to burn the crazy tie. <laughs> But out of control purple tie. So at school, the girls are gossiping the next day and passing around slam books. Mm. The craze continues. It does. And um, Amy says she's going to push herself forward because Sutton will please the old racist lady. Oh, God. <sighs> and to taunt her, Lila says David and Jade should be in the slam book as best looking couple. <laughs> um, but Jess has a new... Uh, position in the slam book. Ooh. Can you tell us what it is? Yeah, so the guy who suddenly, very uh, <laughs> wordy title, <laughs> the guy who suddenly has the most money and apparently from out of nowhere, <laughs> it's Ronnie, Ronnie Edwards. Edwards. <laughs> a silence follows. So you might remember Ronnie from being the dickhead who dumped Enid. Enid. Back, that was way back in like Secrets, wasn't oh. it? That was like the second book. You're right, it was. It was ages away. <laughs> and then he turned up in the frash. That's right. I mean, he's a prick. He is a prick. And he still is. We do not like him. No. And uh, yeah, apparently he's been splashing the cash. Yeah. And uh, Kara says he's a joke. Uh, <laughs> true. And, um, but yeah, he has been been uh, splashing around money. He's yeah. buying a new Walkman. A brand new Walkman. My goodness. That's a fancy duds. Wow. <laughs> they wonder if it's like when the Patmans adopted Roger. They didn't adopt they him. They didn't adopt him. He was a dog lost He was like a child. Secret, yeah, secret <laughs> cousin of Bruce's or whatever. And they're like, well, nobody's adopted Ronnie. It's a mystery. Mm. But Jess is determined to solve it. Why does she care? Oh, uh, God. Yeah, well, I mean, very inconsistent characterization, Isn't it? We, we've been told she doesn't care about anybody and now yeah. it's like she's obsessed with finding out why Ronnie Edwards well, has money. I guess we have to set up the, second, the next book uh, somehow. True. So we're told Ronnie doesn't stand a chance. Can you read us out? <laughs> How did Ronnie Edwards suddenly become so rich? Ugh. Find out in Sweet Valley High number 51 Against, against the, the odds. odds. And that was Out of Reach. That was it. It had issues. It did. Uh, more ways than one. Nuanced discussions on uh, race <laughs> and in the immigrant <laughs> experience. Oh God. <laughs> So we apologise for yeah. both these Sweet Valley writers and ourselves. Oh, God. Um, but do we have any stats and outfits to liven things up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So 
This is not a much of a Wakefield book because the blondest only got one mention. What? Blue Green Eyes also only got one mention. <gasps> mm, they were both uh, overshadowed by Jade, mm. who was described as delicate three times. Ay ay ay. Her hair is described as silky five times. Oh god. <laughs> and she's called graceful eight times. Oh, like a little flower. <laughs> yep. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Uh-huh. Were um, there any outfits to so balance the, out the orientalism? The <laughs> The rampant Orientalism. Uh, so during the uh, first round of auditions, uh, Amy is wearing a sparkling blue lycra leotard, oh. which sounds phenomenal. Um, when they're going to the beach disco, Elizabeth is wearing a pair of slim cut black jeans and a silk top because you got to get those silk tops in. Oh, of course. <laughs> what sort of blouse, though? Uh, true, but it's silk. True. Um, they do Jessica, have a silk Jessica's wearing a brand new miniskirt and T-shirt. Oh. <gasps> Um, it's quite tame it is it is kind of uh, Ned after oh. all his outfit changes and looking for advice on his shoes <laughs> he comes down in a pair of corduroy pants a conservative striped shirt with the sleeves rolled up and his new purple tie that apart from the tie that is literally <laughs> what Jess or what Jess um, the Jessica and Liz's boyfriends were pretty much yeah but like, just wearing a tie to the beach well, disco is kind of gas. It's a crazy tie. <laughs> he is out of control. Uh, well, that was out of reach. Mm. But uh, next week, you might think we were going to have a Ronnie, Ronnie Edwards. Edwards. We're just delaying that boring ass book as long as we, we are. Can. <laughs> because next week we have a special Halloween episode. It's going to get spooky. So spooky. Are we going to reveal which spooky super thriller it is? I think we should leave people in suspense. It's spookier that way. I think we should. It's in the spirit of Halloween. So send your guesses in. All we will tell you is that it's special in so many ways. So many ways. Oh, God. Um, and you can send us your, your guesses about which title it is at SVH Podcast on Twitter. You can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network and you can follow the network at uh, This Headstuff and HS Pod Network. Mm. And don't forget, we are going to be doing a live show. Oh, yeah. In Dublin on the 21st of November. That's right. And you could get tickets if you look at the Dublin Podcast Festival website. So just Google Dublin Podcast Podcast Festival and mm-hmm. follow the link and you will find uh, about everything you need to know because we have a special guest. We do. It's uh, a best-selling author, Louise O'Neill. So exciting. She's um, <laughs> Her first novel, Only Ever Yours, is a dystopian uh, chiller, a really brilliant one, but it features blonde twins <laughs> called Jessica and Elizabeth. It's amazing. So you oh know God. she's our sort of person. She's exactly our kind of people. And we <laughs> cannot wait to talk about Sweet Valley with her. It's going to be great. So uh, get your tickets now. They uh, Quite a lot of them have already been sold. It's a small little theatre. Mm. It is called the podcast studio, <laughs> of course. It's like, perfect. Like the tennis shop. <laughs> and uh, we would love to see you there and uh, ideally wear your best Sweet Valley garb. That's right. Dress code, jumpsuits. Yes. <laughs> Dress code, droids. <laughs> so we will see you before then in two weeks. Yeah, that's right. For a Halloween spectacular. Ooh. When we find out what happened <laughs> in a super thriller, we're not telling you the name. <laughs> See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 
Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.